What's up, what's up, and welcome back to Bobby and Brown. I'm Bobby, and I'm sitting here with my buddy. Brown, still. All right. So, Vince, uh, what's, a, what's the biggest topic we should talk about today? Well, actually, we, we normally talk sports, but before we get into, like, sports topics, we, as you know, we call ourselves two guys on a 30-pack, and we're just actually we talking about Michelob Ultra. Man, I... T- that's one of my favorite beers, man. I love it, and everybody tells me I'm a woman for drinking it while they're drinking a Coors Light. It's the same alcohol content. It is, and I just recently tried it for the first time. My son's mom and I, we had like a nice family weekend, and she, she bought some Friday night, I want to say, after I got off work. She okay. ran and grabbed, grabbed, me a t- grabbed, grabbed us a 12-pack, and I was shocked because I had the same mentality like most men have, which is like... Who drinks this? It's a light beer. It's like for women. I don't know if that makes me sexist, but it's amazing. I think it kind of does, Vince. But most, but that's like what most men think, though. It See, really is. And I don't like that. You know, it's like a man can't do certain things because it's yeah, because it's feminine. it's not manly. Yeah, yeah, it's feminine. Yes, correct. Yeah, like when I was in Chicago, I went to Chicago with a friend, and we went to like a like a crab house. And they, it was on a Saturday, but they had a brunch. Was it on Joe's there. Crab Shack? No. It was actually like a pinky up crab house. It's like Chicago's oldest crab house, apparently. Okay. It was really nice. Pretty expensive, too. Like, I, my, I think I spent, I spent, just for me, I spent like 50 bucks. Since I'm such a gentleman, I had my friend pay for her, her food. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you, Vince. Well, I mean, I, I, we, we're, we're friends. It's not like I'm dating. <laughs> or I'm not taking her on a date. We're friends going on a... Friendly vacation. Nothing else happened. So, but they had a special. They did a Saturday brunch, $20 endless mimosas. Oh, you can't beat that. No, you can't. But most, and she looked at me, and we're sitting there, we're, we're, at, we're at the table, and there's a couple, there's actual couples, and they're like, and this lady goes, why is, she turns to my friend and goes, why is it that all the men are the ones drinking the mimosas? My friend was having a drink. And the two other women that were with these two other couples, separate couples, they weren't. They were just sitting around the bar. Were like, "Why are you doing that?" I'm like, "For twenty bucks, mimosas. One, it tastes good." I think that's sexist, Vince. You're saying that all men are cheap asses. <laughs> they say twenty bucks for mimosas. No, but uh, but, but we're no, in. No, but that's what we all agreed upon. We're like, why would we spend money on beer when we can get a good drink for twenty bucks and drink them till we can't walk? All right, there you go. I mean, would you, would you, if if someone's offering you twenty dollars bottomless mimosas, you gonna say no? I don't care if you're a man or a woman, but I feel like for men, there's kind of like. There's See, like, I'm not big on champagne, but yes, I can't turn down a good deal like that. So I'll yeah, exactly. It. So it's not like cheap, but that's a hell of a deal, and it was really <laughs> good. They're, they're, they don't taste that bad, even if you don't like champagne. I feel like the orange juice makes it taste better. Yeah. And that's I, what, my grandmother, she's passed away by now, but she uh, she was always telling me I. I'd pour uh, champagne. She'd say, yeah, let me get a mimosa. And I'd pour the champagne. She goes, hey, easy on the easy on the orange juice. It just ruins it. <laughs> and I was like, Grams, you know what's up. I, oh, I like that. I like that. See, like, <laughs> see, like, see, you're Irish. I'm adopted, but, like, my adopted parents are Italian. And my, they always did, like, Italian sangria and wine. And my, my grandma and grandpa would always say, you know, the fruit's really for the looks. Yeah, right? It's just, it's just making those drinks look better than it is. Hey, man, I manage a bar. I know. I yeah. put the fruit on there just for the looks. <laughs> do, do you like managing a bar? I love it. Really? Uh, 
Absolutely. So it's like Cheers. You have like your own little Cheers. You have like your kind rollers. of. Yeah, I'm kind of like Coach. I forget things a lot. You know, if you ever watch Cheers or do you just bring up Cheers? That's I, I've seen like two or three episodes. I was a Seinfeld guy. That was closer to my time. Oh, I love Seinfeld. But, but you know, that's kind of like that weird thing where it's like four years makes a big difference in age just because Cheers was ending and Seinfeld was beginning. Yeah, that's true. I actually just got into Cheers about four months ago. So really. Yeah, I've been I've been been watching binge watching. Binge watching, so. yeah. yeah. I, for me, old shows, I go Mash. I grew up watching Mash with my dad all the time. See, I still can't get into Mash. I don't know what's going on with that. But oh, watch the if you watch the movie, it's kind of it's like a they dark, made a movie of Mash. It's I didn't actually know that. from a movie, and it's a dark comedy. It's pretty. It's actually more dark than comedy, but there is comedic. It's kind of like Full Metal Jacket. You see Full Metal Jacket? Oh, I love it. But, like, it starts off funny and then gets real serious. That's kind of mashed, but throughout the whole movie. Weird, funny parts mixed with really serious, like, intense parts. Actually, if you want to hear something funny, the first 20 years of my life, I did not know there was a second part to Full Metal Jacket. I thought it was just a training camp part. I didn't know they went to actual Vietnam. Yeah, because it's a long movie. It is, yeah. The first hour. I thought the training, you know, the... um, I'm the saying boot camp. boot camp, yes. I thought that was the movie. Really? First 20 years of my life, that's what I thought. The movie holds up, too. You watch it today, it's still just as good as it. It um, is, yeah. Like, it's, I mean, of course, it's both, awesome. neither of us were born when it probably came out in theaters. Right. But you can watch it, anybody can watch it now, and you're going to be like, man, this is an enjoyable movie. It's an intense movie. It Very is. Very intense. Okay, but let's get to sports. All right, yeah, I guess we got to. We got to talk about what we're really here for. You know, we get on the topic of beer and movies. <laughs> Baseball's back. The All-Star Game, the basically the, the the circus of the sport is now done. Well, I guess you're kind of happy because it's more than halfway through the season. So, yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're there's not 200 games left to play, as you there's like to always say. But, yeah. Only 150 game 300. So, uh, the White Sox are getting crushed. They're starting off. They're 0-4 since the All-Star break. But Giolito. He's, he's, he's still looking good? Well, he looked good in the All-Star Game. Oh. But he pitched today against the Royals, and I mean a quality start. And I think White Sox fans just think he's, you know, the greatest thing there is. And it's like, hey man, guys are gonna have bad starts. And then we we played the Royals today. We got they, swept. We got swept by the Athletics. That's tough, but yeah, they've always been a good team. Oh, oh they they've team. always crushed us in Oakland. Really? That's yeah. The White Sox in you Oakland have always those, been. You know, terrible. When you, they always say when you, if you go out west, it's a little, always a little harder because of the time difference and whatnot. Absolutely, I agree with that. And actually, I was thinking about that. Uh, Houston was playing the Angels today. Oh no shit! Yeah, and that was actually a great game. I showed up to the bar. It was three to three, and the game wound up ending. I think it was eight to five. And it was like the sixth inning when I saw it. But I started thinking about it, and I go, you know what? Houston's the only one in that time zone, in that division. And they play each one of those teams 18 times. Yeah, that's, and yet they, that's got to be tough. And they won the World Series, what, yeah, two, and, three and years really ago? Really, though, they've, they've been dominating the division, too. Yeah, to, right. To extent. So, I mean, that, that's got to be tough on them. But it's also the smallest one, too. Don't they, they have the least amount of teams in that division of the NAL. Uh, now that... They've switched things around, so. So there's more because there's what there's the Athletics, Seattle Angels, the Mariners. That's it. 
in Houston. In Houston. So there's five teams. Yeah. Which, yeah, everybody has five teams. Not the East has more. Then AL East has more, I thought. Or even though, let's look at the Central, for instance. You got the Sox, the Twins, the Royals, the Indians. Who's the fifth team? Who am I missing? The White Sox. The Sox, <laughs> Indians, Royals. I'm sorry. Say that, go over that. All right. Okay. Let me do this. Okay. All right. AL the Central. White Sox, the Twins, the Royals, the Indians. The Tigers. Yeah, the Tigers. My okay. bad. So they all have five teams. I did not know. Man, for some reason I always thought the West. Yeah, because they used to be an NL team, remember? I mean, Houston us, did, yeah. Yeah, for us growing Actually, up. Actually, that's when the Sox won the World Series. That's who they beat. They beat was the Houston Oswald. Astros. They, they, was it Oswald? Oswald, Clemens, Petty. Pettit. Yeah. Not the driver, Richard Petty. <laughs> that was Tom. Tom, Tom Petty? Tom Petty, maybe. <laughs> Wildflowers, that, man. That, uh, I don't know. That that Astros team though, really good, really fun. Not good watch. enough to win a World Series. Brad Lidge, Osmus, they oh, they had great man, players. Brad Osmus, totally for I was going. I was thinking Brad Lidge, Biggio, Bagwell, Berkman. Yeah, they had a sack team, but he had our had starting year. pitching. It was a year. It was a year. Dude, you go Garland, Burley, Contreras. One thing you gotta love about Sweaty Freddy. That's uh, like you know with baseball and hockey, you know, for for sports that don't get a lot as much, you know, like a you who have like generally your diehards and then like your semi casual fans compared to football where you have more casual fans, you can have just as many casual fans as diehard. A team can have a magical year. The Sox had a magical year. That's the what Marlins they did. Had a magical they year. they were probably not the best team, and that's same with the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Probably not the best teams of baseball at that time. But, but when they hit their peak. They got on a run. And they went with it. Yeah. And it was great. You know, that's what baseball is all about. I mean, that's actually every sport. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think football and basketball is a little different. But that's I think that's what I like about baseball. Basketball, I'll give you that. The best team always wins in basketball. And generally, they have the best player. But like the Steelers, they've won two Super Bowls as being the, the wild card team. Yeah, that's true. You know, um... Well, hell, the Marlins, when we first started this, well, it was hockey season was on. The yeah. Penguins and the Capitals got kicked out in the first round. Yeah, and the Lightning, who actually yeah. won the who, Presidents. Yeah, the Presidents. You know, I mean, so it's who gets hot. Yeah. You know, basketball may be different. Usually the best team wins in basketball. Very true. And with even with hot, we'll touch back on hockey, too, of course, at All-Star break, the Blues were in last place. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that, that about, was crazy. Talk I mean, about runs. I mean, that that's probably... I, if it wasn't for the fact that hockey was is, is one of those, like, obscure sports, I feel like you could put them up with the Red Sox team that dethroned the Yankees. You talking 0-4 when they were yeah. down uh, 3-0 yeah. to the Yankees? Yeah. All right. I'll give you that. I, I, I mean, but hockey, like, the Bruins, for hockey fans, I think people agree, the Bruins kind of are like the Yankees, especially as of late in the last 15 years. They've had... They've kind of been they've been consistent in winning. They have they've had their seasons where they've won some cups. I know you're a Blackhawks fan, so come on. But no, that's not even right. If anything, you would say the Blackhawks are the Yankees or the Avalanche or the Red Wings in the nineties. Oh, that's different. The Bruins are no. The Bruins are nineties sports in this. You know how I feel about my nineties sports. (laughs) Nineties sports was the greatest. I'm just saying the Bruins are decent. Yeah. But the last cup they had was 2011. 
So, okay, so let's do it like this then. Blackhawks will go, will, will, are they comparable and to... And now they're coming down. I they, mean, Okay, so are they comparable to, like, the Patriots? And are the Bruins comparable to, like, the Steelers where they're decent, they're always going to make the playoffs... And if they win one, you're not surprised, but they're going to have to have a really good team. Okay, if you're going to put it that way, the Bruins are the Steelers. That's what I'm saying. Yes. And the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks were, which, they're coming down now, they may come back up. We'll see. I mean, their main guys are getting a little older, but who, who they are have the a lot. Who They got Kane. Kane, Taze, Keith, and Seabrook. I mean, they're, they're all still there. Crawford. You know, I mean, they're getting older, but, I mean, Kane's... Kane's still a top five player in the league. Still, I mean, it feels like yesterday Kane was like, what, 25 years old? Right? You yeah. know, winning, winning a, a cup with his blonde hair, right? Blonde. No, yeah. with his mullet. Yeah, but <laughs> isn't he blonde? He's a blonde haired, blue eyed. Kane or no? Kane? Who's the blonde haired kid? I thought Kane was, Kane was blonde haired. Had blonde I'm hair. Pretty sure he just made that up, Vince. Maybe, apparently. Uh, it shows you how much <laughs> I know. No, but don't bring 90s sports in this. Because 90s, 90s... What I'm saying is the Red Wings in the 90s tore it up. The Avalanche in the 90s tore it up. Oh, yeah, they were great. Those were the Patriots of right now. If you're going to compare anybody yeah. to the Patriots. Yeah. Oh, it'd I be mean, them. The, but the Blackhawks and Kings were kind of switching years Yeah. for six years who won championships. In six years, Kings won two, Blackhawks won three. You know? So, I mean, hockey was all about either the L.A. Kings or the Chicago Blackhawks. And, like I said, the Bruins got one in there. The Penguins are kind of, they jump in there a lot, too. I mean, they got three in the last nine years. So, I mean, they do, they do have, who, who I've always said, I, I always prefer, I think Malkin's better than Crosby. I don't care what people say. I kind of agree with you on that one. You do? I mean, I, I know people are probably listening. They're like, what the hell? We're talking hockey with baseball season coming and with, you know, with, in the middle of baseball season and basketball season about to come up. But I think Malkin is better than Crosby. And I, I, don't, think there's, and I don't think there's much comparison. I think they – whoa, you can't say not much comparison. I mean – Let me tell you why. Because when Crosby was, had those concussions and he was out, Malkin kept him a playoff team, and he had a, he had a great year, and he's a two-way player. A Correct. great two-way player. Crosby is, too. If yeah, you're going to hate... a if, more physical, and you need that in hockey. Yes. If you're going to compare Crosby to anybody, it's more Ovechkin. Ovechkin is more of a... He's Almost not a two-way player, but I like him more than Crosby because... He can give a hit on a dude, and he's ready to go if the guy wants to fight him. You know, so that's, that's why I've always loved Ovechkin. But. You know, and that's why I think, you know, you can make the comparison almost to, like, Sidney Crosby is like LeBron James of basketball, whereas Ovi's like Michael Jordan. Jordan was great on defense, but Jordan wouldn't always play defense because he had Scotty. But when he wanted to play defense... He was locked out. When Crosby, when when Ovi wants to play defense and wants to be like a physical defensive player, he can be. LeBron, the same way, but he's not going to use his body like he should. He can be good at defense, but he's not going to be the guy who's going to come up in your face like Jordan would. When the moment mattered most, Jordan is going to come at you and, you know, he's going to say, come here, I'm going to give you my body. You know, I'm going to put a body on you. Ovi's the same way. All right. Well, hey, if we're talking about LeBron, what do you think, uh... So, 
There was just a huge trade in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul for uh, Westbrook. I've heard Chris Paul's going to move elsewhere. They believe that uh, he's going to go somewhere else. You, you think uh, he's going to join AD and LeBron in L.A.? Or well, I've heard he, the Heat, he may go to the Heat. Yeah, the Heat. The problem with Paul, see, I, I've, I've actually, see, I know, I, you follow baseball more and I follow basketball more. Yes. You follow football the same. And hockey, you know more as well. But then, like, I, 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 like hockey's like, I love it only in playoff time. But in basketball, the only problem with Chris Paul is, one, he's old. He's still good. He, is he a top 25 player? Yeah, probably. But his name... And his name I, I think, think top 15. I think now more of his name. Yeah. And, and All right, I'll give you that. I, I think, like, because you're, you're, you're more... You're not as diehard as I am when it comes to basketball. That's true. Um, but the... Uh, his his salary cap is huge. No, his I get that. Yeah, terrible. And that's why they that's why they had to give him like seven draft picks yeah. or whatever yeah. the hell they gave. Yeah, him. they basically they basically got a future Hall of Famer, and they had to. And in return, they're like, "Hey, but you got to give us a bunch of draft picks because we don't want to take his contract because he's going to yeah. kill us if we don't get these because we won't be able to sign anybody for the next two years." Even but I I think they're moving him. Oh, I don't. I don't think it's going to be very long that Chris Paul is on the Thunder. No, I. But do the, I don't see. I don't know with the Lakers. Chris Paul and, and Chris Chris Paul and LeBron are great friends, but do you want to go there? You mentioned the Heat, and I want to tell you something about the Heat. My only thing, okay, Pat the Riley's Lakers, old. the Lakers before he said the Lakers. So now they have AD and LeBron. They grab Chris Paul. There's only one ball, man. Yeah. Like, you can't. And Chris Paul, I think, is better at giving That's, it around. Yeah, he, yeah I think I, I agree with you on that. But I think it's going to be a problem, and I said this last time, that AD and LeBron, it's only one ball, man. Yeah. Like, but you, you never know. We'll have, to, we'll have to see. I do, on the flip side of that trade, though, Harden and Westbrook reunited. People forget that James Harden... Used to play with Westbrook and Durant on the Thunder. They lost to the Heat for LeBron's first ever. I don't think anybody forgets that. We just drink a lot, so maybe we no, forget I, I, about I, it. You know, I, we, we do drink a lot. I can also agree with you on that. <laughs> we drink a lot. But no, I don't think anybody forgot that. No, that is, of, of, of the, that is them reunited without Durant. And I'm really excited to see how that works. Yeah, because both of them love to shoot. And both of them play that. But in that offense, though... I think they can score a lot of points. It'd be really fun to watch. I think I think it's gonna be real fun to watch. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna beat Golden State. You know, I don't, oh, or even the even with the Lakers. Lakers you know, Clippers, I, I don't know how the Clippers now have Paul George with right with Kyrie with Leonard. Yeah, so, so I don't know how the West is gonna work out. But it's but gonna it's fun. gonna be really entertaining. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. But like I said, though, I but I want to touch back on your finals take. I think people forget. That LeBron James and Dwayne Wade beat a team that had, I mean, really, they had three MVPs on that team. Durant's won MVP, Westbrook's won MVP, Harden's won MVP. And after that series, they let him go. But not on the same team. No, they weren't on the same team when they won them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they won them separately. I, I get your point, but... 
They didn't win those on the same team. But and I that's think- what I'm saying is, so AD has, I'm, I'm not positive about this, but I'm fairly certain AD has won an MVP, right? No. I know LeBron has. No, but. he's won Defensive Player of the Year, though, a lot of That's it? Guys. Really? Yeah. Okay. He can't say help. But what I'm saying, there's certain people that can't work together, and I don't see AD and LeBron working well together. I'm not saying they're going to lose every game. I'm not saying they're not going to go to the playoffs. Yeah, they're definitely I just don't see them winning a championship. I don't think oh, I agree. they connect. And like I told you, I, I don't know if it was last podcast or two podcasts ago, but I said he's a lot like the Kevin Love. Yeah, which is true. I feel they play similar games. AD does. And now he's teaming up with LeBron. and Yeah, and you, like, I don't want to touch on that Kevin Love point. You know, he's the best offensively talented player. He's probably better defensively. But offensively speaking, I agree with you even more. I, I definitely agree with you, which is, on that team, who else do you really want to have the ball to score? Right? You know? Yeah, it comes down to, comes down to the last. You know, you're down by two. You're like, hey, we're going to hit a three with eight seconds left. Who are we giving it to? Yeah, and Kevin Love just happened to be, even though size-wise you think he wouldn't, but talent around him too, though, is so low, you're going to give it to him. No matter what. And, so maybe that's he's why he's talented. He is. He's great. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a top 10 player. But how much of his stats are just ballooned up? Because who the, who the hell else do they have? That's the other thing. He's still on a garbage team because he's still in Cleveland. And he's not what he used to be. Yeah. So LeBron killed him. Yeah. I believe LeBron kills players. And coaches. <laughs> All and, coaches are. And, well, yeah. How many LeBron coaches are still in the league? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, man, that's a good... I don't think there's one. Eric Spolster, Miami Heat. Only one. He is still there, isn't he? You're right. Yeah, but but now that you say... Now that I think about it, he had... Uh, what, man, what... Uh, his, his, uh, his first coach... He's still an assistant for the... He's an assistant um, for, for the Warriors. For the Warriors, yeah. And then you have Tyrone Liu who lost his job... David Blatt, who lost his job to Tyron Lue. Tyron Lue won with David Blatt after taking over. But, I mean, at that point, it was more the players winning. And Walton's out of, uh, Walton's out of L.A. Out of LA now, LA. right? Walton's yeah. out of L.A. LeBron kills coaches. He does. Man, I always thought Jay Cutler killed coaches and offensive coordinators, but well, let's, LeBron's a little better. I want to touch on that. that. They say that's part of the reason, though, why LeBron left the Heat. Is because Pat Riley. I was going to say, was it more Pat Riley or was it more the coaches? Well, they say it's a little bit But he brought in his own coach. Tyrone Lue was his coach. LeBron asked for him. Yeah, and yeah, he was assistant coach with the Cavs. But Pat Riley, apparently, LeBron wanted more. I'm sorry, Spolstra. Yeah. I didn't mean Lue. Well, no, Spolstra was Riley's coach. Spolstra. Oh, I thought LeBron brought him. No, Spolstra was Spolstra was Riley's assistant. Like, started out as a scout, like a scout team videographer or something like that. Started out way before LeBron he was even in the league, apparently, and made his way up to head coaching. But when they the first season, there was some turmoil, especially when they after they lost the Mavs. Yeah, and people thought LeBron was going to get Spolstra out, but Riley stayed, stood pat and said no. We're going to win. And, of course, they did. They ended up winning against Thunder. Then they won against the Spurs, but then they lost. And a lot of people 
Set and the, the rumor is that one of the reasons why LeBron lost is because LeBron didn't know, was kind of still on the fence about Spolstra, and Riley refused to refused to budge in keeping Spolstra. See, I, I don't think that's right. Like you can't have a player that thinks he can run the show. But let's face it. But everybody's letting LeBron do except that. Riley, and Riley also let him go. Riley watched him leave. And it's on record that when LeBron signed with the Cavs, went, ended up going back to Cleveland, Riley was trying to call him. He never got an answer. They went to Las Vegas and flew out. They flew out to Las Vegas to try to talk to him. And I guess within, I want to say like within 48 hours, LeBron, Le, LeBron's team put out that he was going to go back to Cleveland. And that's how Riley learned that he wasn't coming back to the Heat. He never got a face-to-face with them. Because LeBron... Le, LeBron took offense to the fact that he didn't feel like his voice was heard, whereas Dwayne Wade was getting his voice heard at the time. But Dwayne Wade, of course, was drafted, and Riley, and they had a falling out, and Dwayne Wade went to the Bulls and watched his career die, and then he went to the, then he went to the Cavs and watched his career die again, then he went back to Heat, and he had like a nice revival to end his career. But Riley refused. People forget, though, Riley's also coached Magic. Riley's coached Wade at the young at at, at coached Wade before and brought him to a championship. Coached Shaq to his last finals championship. Coach Kareem. Riley, so what it boils down to is, is Riley didn't care who you were. Yeah, he, you're no, not the it, only superstar he's seen walk in the door. What it boils down to is LeBron screws a lot of things up, and that's why Magic Johnson Magic Magic Johnson doesn't own the Lakers right now. Yeah, you you know LeBron has a say in that, right? You know, I, I mean, you can't. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I think the first person to bring that up is for everything they talk about, like Le, like Magic Johnson having issues with like the GM and stuff. You have the most influential player possibly ever in terms of NBA and changing the culture of NBA to making the players league where the players have a voice. Why didn't he try to make sure Le, Magic stayed? That's a good point. No, I, I think never, Ma- I, I think know. Magic wanted to leave because LeBron got there. At first, he wanted to bring LeBron in, and he thought it was a great idea. See, I've never heard. I've never heard that. But it, I, I've never heard it either. This is my opinion. But I mean, no, if it, I'm it wrong, I'm of, wrong. No, but, but it makes a lot of sense, and that's what I'm saying. Like I really like you've really opened my eyes. I think I think you'll open a lot. Of like you eyes. don't think it's weird that Magic left? Well, he, Magic blamed the GM, the other the other guy. But, like you said, though. You know LeBron has, had say in that James shit. James has always had say. What would change it for, for anything? It was that LeBron was taking over. He was like, oh, no, I'm not just your best player. I'm the GM, and I'm part owner. You know, I, I could see them butting heads, though, because Magic thinks he's... Magic's a businessman, but Magic... I think Magic thinks he knows... I could see Magic thinking he, he knows more than he knows. And LeBron's saying, like, no, the league is no longer your league. We're a player's league. And they probably fought over that because Magic didn't play in a player's league. He played under Riley. And Riley was definitely, you know, he had that, hey, I, he, he had that mentality of, hey, this is my business. You do what I say and I'm going to have you win. And they, they always won with what Riley did. That's what made Riley Yes. Started. I mean, he's one of the best coaches of all time. So I agree with you. And I've never thought about that until you mentioned it. I don't think many people have. I think that's something like if you, we go to a bar right now, I, you know, we'll have to go to a bar and talk about it where people are like, you know, 
oh, you, Magic. It's like, no, think about it. If LeBron wanted Magic to stay, Magic would have stayed. Or right? the Lakers yeah. would have made sure that the other guy, whoever I forget whoever it was, that they ended up keeping. Because Magic, Magic went on first take and said it was, it was like, like somebody, he didn't like somebody. I forget who he said. But he said he didn't like the specific person within the organization, and that's why he left. But I think if, if LeBron James made it a point, if LeBron James liked Magic, he would have said, no, I want Magic to stay. You take the other guy out. And Absolutely. Sure Magic stays. Yeah. So it, and that's what I think what it really came down to is LeBron said, we're doing things my way, and Magic said, we're not. And the Boss family said, we're doing things LeBron's yeah. way because or, we're making a lot of money because he's here. Or, or maybe Magic even felt disrespect for the fact that LeBron, maybe, maybe for all we know, LeBron might have thought, like, who the hell cares about Magic? That's old news. This is now the Players' League and Magic's in an old time, like I said, which is... That's great. I mean, this is all speculation, but no, I, that's what I believe, as I yeah, think. I, I, you've opened my eyes, but let's, let's uh, I want to flip it. Let's flip it to a more, a more recent sport since basketball still, they're in Summer League, which is... Yeah, right? I don't care about basketball anyways. Yeah, which is uh, tennis. Serena lost. And Man, she game. almost had her 24th. Yeah. She, well, I don't know about almost. She got, she, I think she, she only won yeah, four games. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. But. Yeah. <laughs> but a crazy stat came out, which you brought to my attention. I did? Which is, yeah. what, what is the exact stat? One in eight men believe they could get a point against Serena Williams. Which means they can literally just get one ball past her. Yes. But I don't think in I I don't think one in eight men can. I'd say one in a thousand, maybe even more. I I'd even actually I'd I'd go over a thousand. Yeah, yeah I, absolutely. I was about to say like I've, I think I'd be being very generous if I said two thousand. I think you'd be now within. I've played tennis. See, I, I I've I think I played it like twice when I was like and, ten, and joking how many around times with some buddies. The ball over uh, yeah. past the court. Just Half the ten. time I missed it. Yeah, or you, <laughs> I, I one in a million. I'm yeah. gonna say one in a million, and that, and I don't, I'm being dead serious. That's a fair. That's a fair way to put it, and I like. I so I saw that that one in eight men said they can do that. Actually, my oldest brother tweeted. Tweeted it to you. Onto that, no, he no. I just saw his reply to it, and he goes, "I wish uh, Goose Island would do." You remember the Cody Parkey? He missed the yeah, field the goal. Challenge, the field goal. And people challenge. are like, "Oh, how do you miss that?" And, you I can't realize, recall. Like, it was forty-four, forty-six yards. There's a reason why there's only thirty-two kickers. There's a reason why, especially Serena, who I want. We'll talk about this later, which is where she ranked in terms of all-time athletes. But no, nobody I know is going to score a point against Serena. Oh, opinion. absolutely not. I don't know if you know any Uber athletes, but I do not, especially at tennis. <laughs> and let's not forget, she had. Not only is it like. An accomplishment to make it to not only a final, but a Grand Slam final, by the way. You know, it only happens once a year. So, yeah, she wasn't playing chumps. Yeah, she wasn't playing chumps. She's playing the best in the world. She makes it to the final after having a kid. Yeah. You're going to tell me. No, and then she got garbage for having a kid and not putting enough into her athletic life. And she still makes the finals. Billie Jean, yeah. She still makes the finals. And you're going to tell me there's one in eight guys, men... Get over Who think they could get a yeah. point out of her? It's... You'd be lucky to touch the ball on a serve, yeah, right? let alone. And if you're serving to her, I you'd be lucky to get within a foot 
to actually hit it on Actually, that's the best way to put it. If she served to me... Are you I, touching the ball? Yes. <laughs> I think one in eight guys might be able to just touch that ball. Yeah. I wouldn't be able. If she no, served I, to me, I couldn't do it. No, I couldn't. But if she served the ball... One in eight guys may get a racket on it. Yeah, and it's not going forward. Probably. Yeah. It's probably going straight up to the right, to the left. Right. It's not going anywhere. Oh, man, I don't even think it's one. I think you, I think that's where you go. Maybe Actually, that's one. even, yeah. Probably not even one, one in eight. I think that's where you go one in 10,000. I maybe. I'd go one in 20. They got the racket on it. If she served, I mean, you got to look at who you're. See, I, I, I see. I don't know about that. I want to say she's hit like one thirty-eight, one forty on a serve. Really? Yeah. She, she's I hit, thought she was on like one hundred, but either way, either way, I couldn't hit that. Back. That's pretty. But that's I, super hot. I'm not saying I could, but what I'm saying is, maybe I couldn't get a racket on it. But her serving, maybe one in twenty guys could at least get a racket on it. It wouldn't go over. Like you said, it'd probably go wide right, wide left, whatever. Yeah, you, it may you're be. not you're not like getting it into the fucking. You're not getting it into into play. Absolutely, yeah. no. It's still on your side of the court. <laughs> I I I just don't understand. Like like, and this gives us like a. I feel like this is why men get like like sports. That's the one thing I issue I have about sports is you get these guys who think they can do what they actually see, and you forget you fail to realize. Like these are uber athletes. There's like a, these are the one percenters of the world that are playing at this level, and Serena's past that one percent. She's she's like the point oh one percent for especially as, as long as she's done it. Do you remember uh, Spike TV used to have that show, Bro or uh, Pros versus Joes? Oh, see, that's what they they need to bring that back. They do, and yeah, I want I want Serena to be the first person on there so people realize. But it was more like. They did more like football, where it's like, can you cover Jerry Rice? And like, yeah, it, sometimes you get lucky. Yeah, you know? but most of the, what makes what people, majority of the time, yeah. I mean, Jerry Rice is the greatest receiver of all time. But, but even like, then, though, people forget though. But the pros and Joes, most of the times, the pros would win. These were pros. Oh yeah, these were pros when they weren't playing. Yeah, this is yeah. Jerry Rice when he's forty five yeah, years old, has, you know? been out of the league three years. You know, hasn't, <laughs> has, probably hasn't done like a real route. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm looking it up right now. Serena's top serve at this year's Open. U.S. Open was 122 miles per hour. So we're going to say an average woman compete with it. So let's... All right, can I get a recall on what I said earlier? Yeah, so you're not... You're in, uh, uh, at the 20, 2015, Serena Williams hit 126 per hour serve. 126 at 2015. You're not hitting 126 mile an hour serve. No, not mad. Yeah. I one in a million. Um, one in a All million, right. guys. Uh, yeah, I'm going to change that. I'm going to change that to one in a million. Miles? You're right. I mean, 140 miles serve for a man's fast. Yeah. So if you're hitting 120, she's, I mean, even if she's hitting like 115 as an average, you're, nah, you're not hitting that. Especially because how many guys really play tennis in their life? That's not in terms of sports that are played. That's what I'm saying is it, they were doing like average Joe. Yeah. You know, and it's like, dude, you've never played in your life. You just... Think this because she's a woman, and yeah, it's, it's, that's what I don't like. Is yeah, and I'd like to see that same stat to the same people if it was Roger Federer. Oh shit! Even do you, do you think eight men would have said yes? Or I'm sorry, twelve men would have. What did I say? Eight men. Yeah. Yeah. One and eight. One and eight. 
Yeah. I mean, that's that's absurd. And let's and let's let I I want to get into this more because I think you know we, we're saying this as women, but I don't. I think Serena deserve. I think it's all women woman. deserve this respect. But I think even more so, I think Serena has broken the barrier to where now you have to do it. Like maybe previously, there was like a like a like a notion that there's men's sports and women's sports. But I think Serena breaks that barrier where you just say straight athlete. Absolutely. And in terms of athletes I've seen, she's top five all time. Not just because of what she's accomplished, but for how long she's accomplished it. Are you saying in our lifetime or just all? In my lifetime. Okay. All all time? I think you can make a a valid argument that she's clearly top five. No, I agree. I I think I'd go with that too. I mean, you got Tiger. You got Michael Jordan. I mean... We talked about LeBron earlier. I guess he's kind of yeah. He's an athlete. He's an athlete. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. Like, but but in terms of yeah, you just go athlete. Serena's just a monster. She is. She. I think any any man who thinks any 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 average Joe. There's pros that will tell you straight up. She's the best they've ever seen. You know. Like the question now isn't. But when does she stop? She's had a kid. Like, people are saying, holding that against her. She's well, had a kid. you know, Billie Jean King's... Yeah. She's doing this family life. Yeah, and she's still making and she's still crushing the majors. It. But she lost today, and that's why, you know, they're giving her... They're giving, they're giving her a bunch of shit. Yeah, but it's like, you can't... You can't give someone garbage for trying to live their life, but still tearing it up. Yeah. So so, why don't you give your top five? Your no, why don't you give your top five athletes of all time? All right, you so seen, and then let's go all time because I'm curious. Now I'm really curious to see what you think, just for what you've seen, and let's differentiate from what. All what right, well I'm gonna go with my top. All right, my top five athletes of all time. I gotta go, Michael Jordan. Number two, I'd probably say Tiger Woods. With all this talk about Serena Williams, I I really do believe she is not just the best women's tennis player, but I do believe she is, she quite possibly, I'd like to see her against Federer or anybody else, but, uh, so yeah, I, th- I think I'll put her three, and then I, I always think the greatest running back of all time is Barry Sanders, and... See, my fifth, that's going to be a tough one. Babe Ruth, I guess. I mean, the guy pitched, the guy hit. He he did uh, everything in the game, so I don't think uh, he, you can really exclude him. He, uh, you know, if you pitch and hit, you did everything in the game. You can't exclude a guy like that. You know, Mike Trout's great. See, Roger so- Maris, you know, I mean, whoever, whoever you want to put in there. So that's how you go. You know, what about what about any hockey players? You don't have like Gretzky. What about the great one? Yeah, I guess I forgot the great one. I do love him, but is, no, I is the great one even your favorite hockey player? Oh, he's by far. Well, maybe not my favorite, but I love Mario Lemieux. They're both great, but no, I mean Wayne Gretzky did amazing things for the game of hockey, and everything he owns will never be touched. Yeah. No one's going to touch any of his records. 
That man did four straight seasons of 200 points. I know you don't know hockey too much, but... I know enough about hockey. I know I'm a 90s hockey guy. I just don't know recent hockey. But, like, it's hard for people to reach 100 points. Like, if somebody reads 100 points, they're like, oh, man, you tore it up. Yeah, because you're... You're the best player in the game. He got 200 points for four straight years. And and for those who don't follow hockey enough, that's saying... Well, even if they average 100 points, it probably means they average around 50 goals... And 50 assists, which means they, they touched the puck before yes. a, a goal was scored. And well, they didn't touch it. They, they passed it. I don't, well, no, I don't see. The hockey's kind they of They gave weird. it to the man who but scored. But hockey's kind of weird because you could have two people two people have assists in a, in a hockey game. So that's the only thing I have. I, I hate on hockey. See, now I'm going to give you my top five. And we're going to compare. And for me, the number one athlete that I've seen. I'm not going to go all time like you went because I... I, I it's hard to go all time because to me, sports is very generational. I'm a 90s kid. The number one athlete that I have seen would be Michael Jordan. He was a winner. The number two, I got to go Tom Brady. And I hate saying it. I hate saying it. But he's a winner. And he hasn't needed the best players around him to win. And when he's had the best players, he's actually lost. He lost with Moss, but when he won with David Givens and or David, he he won with uh, David Branch and that Givens guy. He's won with garbage players around him, guys that were just you know not good players, and he's made them better. So I go athlete wise, I give Tom Brady, even though he's not the most athletic, he's not going to beat anybody in a throwing competition over like a Rogers, a speed competition like you know Vic, but athletically speaking, he's a winner. And maybe 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 that's different, but to me he's he's consistently been good, and it it takes an athlete to maintain that. So I go. So I'm gonna go. So let, so here's my top five. I'm gonna go straight off the bat, just straight heat. We're gonna go Jordan. We're gonna go Brady. I I agree with you with Serena on three. Four. I'm gonna go Jimmy Johnson. Oh, come on, man. I'm going, oh, 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 I love the way you said it. Jimmy Johnson, you can't sit in a car and not have to piss for that long. And he's, he, was, he was the best driver. And I know my, I'm not going to lie, know a little bit of NASCAR. Know Folks, this may be our last podcast. Know man. a little bit about the racing. Jimmy Johnson was one of the best uh, dirt racers ever, too. Like He did like the, like the Subaru races and stuff. He'd win those too. Jimmy Johnson just can run. He can. He he's one of those guys. You put him in there with the motor. He's good. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to drive to work in two days. Should uh. All right. What are you you want to sit in the back seat and see how I do it? I'm just saying, make him three left turns. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I go. I go. Jimmy Johnson. I really do. I I really do. And I know that's kind of weird. And then I go Wayne Gretzky five. And always. I like I, the Wayne. I was upset. I left Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, I, I was shocked you did. I don't like you left Barry Sanders out, but all right. Uh, I yeah, I probably get heat on the whole Brady thing because I think Brady's more of a winner. I like the Brady thing, I, and like, and we didn't say athlete. We said no, we did. We did say athlete. Okay, so Brady's not the best athlete, but so I guess we should have clarified this yeah, more. So I guess I guess I okay. So for athlete, who would you want? I guess would be the better way to say that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go by sport then. 
Who'd you want? Like, if you could pick any player to have on your team as your number one pick that you've seen for basketball, who would it be? If I could pick any basketball player? Yeah, your first pick to start a team that, no, your first pick from your lifetime that you've seen play, and you would be like, hey, you're going to pick and make an all-star team from your lifetime of all the basketball you've seen. Who's your number one pick? Jordan. Say, I agree. Hockey. Wayne Gretzky. Okay. Football. Barry Sanders. Uh, see, I disagree. Who'd you you go with Tom Brady? I, I, All right. I want to win. Tom Brady wins. Quarterback should be the first. And if I go quarterback, I'm going to go John Elway. But I love Brady. Oh, I lost the first three Super Bowls. People forget that. I'm aware. I Yeah, everybody tells me. Yeah. You know, Terrell Davis. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Terrell Davis, thousand yard rusher right there, buddy. Yeah. But, okay. So we, we covered that. What about baseball? Well, the only thing left to hit in the baseball game is... Yeah, well, in and I know. Let's, let's, let's hear your baseball pick, and I'll give mine, and we'll call it a night. Because I know I can't... I, I have a feeling it's going to be like Jermaine Dye or somebody. Paul Kernerka. Oh, you're just saying baseball pick for... Oh, no, my... That you've seen. Players that you've seen. That I've seen. Not pick. before my time, so no. I can't go with Babe Ruth. No. Like, your number one pick, like, if you were to start a team that you wanted, that you think, like, if you, like, first pick up, like, an all-star draft of your lifetime. I think I'd probably go Mike Trout. Okay, well, for baseball, let's let's spray it down real quick. Positional player and then pitcher. Okay, pitcher, I'd probably go Verlander. Whoa, really? Yeah. Is that just because of his... Well, actually, probably Pedro Martinez. Verlander, Pedro Martinez. It'd be a tough okay. one for me. Uh, this is going to get heat. And you're probably, I can't you're going to say the big unit, aren't you? No. I was going to say Barry Bonds, actually. Okay. What is this pre-juicing or post-juicing? Doesn't matter. He's still great. <laughs> he was great either way. I, I, you know, and you take the juicing aside, I don't think steroids help. If you're going pre-juicing, though, that's Ricky Henderson. No, for, I didn't see. I saw the end of Ricky when he was playing with the Mets. But pre-juicing, good. pre-juicing Barry Bonds was Ricky Henderson. Yeah, but he was an MVP too. He's hitting thirty. Both Hall of Famers. Yeah, Barry Bonds would have been a Hall of Famer either way. Oh, yeah, I but, get that, but he was Ricky Henderson. But steroids wasn't helping his his vision. I mean, Barry Bonds was walking more than anybody, and he wasn't swinging. He wasn't because nobody pitched to him because he didn't have shit around him. But, but when against, they did, he was hitting. But Kent. Kent was the only person batting around him. Fuck Jeff Kent. Most overrated third baseman ever. Say it. First off, he played second. Whatever. Who was the third baseman then? What was the third baseman? I thought Jeff Kent played third. Don't give me this. I know Jeff Kent. No, I'm pretty sure. Are you talking about uh, Pablo Sandoval? No, Jeff Kent. No, he wasn't there at that time. Oh, you're right. Jeff Kent played second. He did play second. But didn't he move to third? I could have sworn they moved him to third when he got old. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. Shit, man. Now I feel like... The it. Jeff Kent I knew, he always played second. Who, who is it that I'm thinking of? Wasn't there another guy who, who was on the third baseman of the Giants? I don't know who you're talking about. Really? You really have no idea? Man, I he was such a... Jeff Kent was an asshole. What? Why? He was just like, How could you even say that? He was an asshole. Whatever. All right, we're going to call it quits Yeah, we're going to call folks. it quits, but I'm, I'm going to tell you right now... You go Barry Bonds, and you go Pedro. How long was that? All right, y'all. Have a good one.